What's going on? Joe says what? Back again. Uh, had a long weekend this past weekend. Went and seen my sister. Me and the fam went down there. Went and visited her. She lives down there in South Carolina. Um, cool time. Rained a lot. That's the only thing that sucked. Rained pretty much the entire time we was down there. But on the way down there, we stopped in um, Asheville, North Carolina. That was the first time I've had a chance to visit there. Ate at, uh, I think it was this place called Barley's Tap Room. Little pizza joint and had a lot of good beers and stuff. It was pretty cool. But walked around the town, checked it out. Um, town's definitely very interesting, I'll say. Have a lot of breweries. A lot of them had a lot of COVID restrictions, so everything was very limited. Seems like all the hipster towns, COVID is taken a lot more serious. Like everybody wears masks. Like everywhere you go, unlike up here in, you know, our area, well, my area, Cincinnati, Ohio. I mean, you go in some places, you wear a mask and all that shit, but then I go to where I work at and it's like nobody in that town wears masks. <laughs> they don't believe in it at all. But now the whole little trip was cool. Like I said, Asheville, we just stopped there for lunch on the way down. Then went down, got to my sister's a few hours later. Um, ended up going out and eating a few times. Typical things. Did go do um, axe throwing. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Ain't nothing like the whoever came up with the brilliant idea of axe throwing. I was sitting there thinking of that when we went. My sister's like, yeah, I was trying to come up with ideas of stuff to do since it's going to be raining. She's like, yeah, let's go axe throwing. So went and checked out this place called, I believe it was called Craft Axe Throwing. It was cool. I mean, like I said, who came up with that idea? A place where you got good beers, craft beers, all kinds of good beers and shit whole little area where it was that was cool. It's called a Hampton Station. It's there in Greenville, South Carolina. And, uh, yeah, the axe throwing place. So, you, I mean, that pretty much tells you the whole thing, what you do. But they've got, like, lanes. You can have up to, like, six people. And then they got a big bullseye on the wall. And you've got, like, the big axe. Then you got, like, a little tiny axe, which is the big axe. They show you how to throw it. And I was doing rather fucking well when it started out but then the second we switched to scoring it all just went downhill <laughs> i couldn't hit shit hell i had a couple of rounds where we threw what did we throw five times each round or something like that and every axe that i threw just bounced off the wall it was a joke i was so fucking pissed off by the time we got done playing i was like I ain't never axe throwing again, which is probably a lie. I'd probably go do it if you had the right people and everybody to go and shit. But the kids enjoyed it. I was worried about the the girls and the wife, you know, trying to get past the whole, eh, my wife has got an axe. 
you know, you think of them scenarios. <laughs> Hit me upside the head. Joe, I'm tired of your shit. Here's an axe straight to the head. But no, it was cool. Did that and then uh had my brother came up and visited us. It's cool. I haven't seen him in a while. So all in all, the Saturday was cool. And then Sunday we got up and um went and did top golf. First time I've went and done the whole top golf outing. That was very fun. I fared much better in top golf than I did at axe throwing. So I'm surprised I haven't went and done top golf yet. I've been asked to do it a few times, but just haven't had the time. You know, because I drive trucks and all. And driving trucks, you ain't got life. You ain't got much of a life. Can't do much. That's the joy of being an adult and being responsible. Got to take care of priorities. Keep everything in line. Do everything right. But, yeah, top golf. I have to do that again for sure. Hell, as a matter of fact, anybody that wants to go, hit me up and want to plan a day. I was doing pretty good at that. That was like working on that chipping game. You know, trying to hit it out to the far tee was kind of hard. I could get it out there, but a matter of hitting the target was kind of difficult. I did get a couple to roll into it, but the medium targets, I could hit them all day with six iron, seven iron. I was looking strong on that, so the chipping game looked good. But no, all in all, it's a fun weekend. And then, like I said, right back to reality, driving trucks. So, long days. Haven't had a chance to get on here and do any of the podcasts. Took the weekend off from doing my sports shows. So, I'll be back this weekend. I'll get my sports shows in and still tell you where I stand in my whole pick six. I think I had another three and three week for the season, for the week. So, all in all, it's cool. So, and what all have y'all been up to? Anything exciting going on? I mean... Right now, I'm just counting down the days till this stupid fucking election. I can't wait for it to be over with. It's one of them things where it's like every day it gets just, it seems like it's farther away every day. Even though it's getting closer, it still seems farther because it's all people are talking about. And the all the shit's just ramping up, going up and up and up and up and up. And it's kind of mentally wearing me out. Didn't really want to even bring up any of the political shit today, but it's kind of hard not to. So you have this whole Amy Comey Barrett confirmation hearings going on right now that are turning that into a giant shit show, as you could expect. I mean, hell, some of the questions from today, I mean, like Cory Booker asked her if she would denounce white supremacy like really dude <laughs> she's like a super soccer mom and then oh on top of it she adopted two Haitian girls that she was talking about because they were asking her about the whole George Floyd situation and all that and she was talking about how she had to deal with how her kids have looked at all these situations, I guess you could say. 
So, but some of the stuff that they ask is just, I mean, it's all a dog and pony show, I guess you could say. Well, I don't get it. Seems kind of pointless. You know, the votes are going to be there to confirm her. So why don't you just ask some regular questions? I mean, one lady said, I ask every representative that is not every justice that is up for nomination if they've ever sexually assaulted anybody or any rape instances in their past. Like, really? I mean, I guess go ahead and ask the question, but isn't it? It all just seems like a bunch of bullshit, you know? Instead of just trying to see if you can get the right person onto the Supreme Court to do the job, they spend all their time spinning their wheels. And I don't get it. I mean, there's a lot of the things I don't get with the whole Supreme Court thing. I guess one of my big questions is, you know... They're obviously this being an election year, it's like a very important nomination, which I've covered that in a previous episode. But if these judges did their jobs, you know, down the middle, why should it matter if they're left leaning or right leaning? Because if they're just doing their job like they're supposed to do, all of the right side, left side shit should just be thrown out the window. You know, they're talking about, like during the questioning, they had brought up, um, you know, asking her about her stance on Roe vs. Wade and phrasing it in 20 different ways. You know, every senator would ask the question in a different way, try to get her to slip up. And she was on her, she was on the game. Like she didn't even look phased by all the ridiculousness that they kept trying to throw out there. But interesting enough is that there is actually a Ginsburg law that the Democrats came up with. And I believe the Ginsburg law was written by a certain senator by the name of Joseph Biden, which I found that interesting. And the Ginsburg law was when Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who just passed, was being nominated. They were asking her her stances on all these important issues that might come up in the court. And the Democrats wrote this law as a way to... um, where it was, I want to say illegal... But they're not allowed to ask questions based on issues that may come up into the court. So you can't ask, what is your opinion on Roe vs. Wade? Because it's a, a potential case. So I just found that kind of hypocritical. It's always like, eh, move the goalposts and don't look back. Change the laws. Change the rules. That's all they do. All this grandstanding. And we just all have to sit back and watch it all just unfold. You know, they keep talking about all these. um, Trump tweeting about the whole get the stimulus checks out to people. But 
I don't know. I think they're just going to watch everybody that really needs help completely fall on their face before they try to, you know, ride in like the knight in shining armor, like they're hoping. So when Biden gets elected, then Biden will be the true hero and they'll pull the blind, you know, pull the wool over everybody's eyes and go, oh, look, he's saving the world. We approved all these stimulus checks and all this. You know, meanwhile, you know damn well that they're not wanting to do anything that might potentially improve the economy or anything like that before the election day, because then that'd give Trump a little bit more of a win. I mean, it's like everything is a political football right now. It just, it gets so aggravating. I know. I'm sorry, but it does. (laughs) I can't wait for it to be over, but I guess supposedly there this whole confirmation hearing should be over with by, I believe they said maybe potentially next Saturday. So we'll see how fast it goes. It'll be interesting. So other than that, um, what else has happened here since the last time I got on here? Um, LeBron James and the Lakers. Oh, my dog's coming out here. Scotch, what are you doing? Go lay down. Don't you know I'm busy? I don't need you out here, dog. Go in there and lay down. I'll be in there in a minute. I'm trying to get my podcast done. <laughs> so funny trying to do this at the kitchen table. Got me my little area set up. But, yeah, he probably came out here to interrupt my LeBron James talk. So, yeah, LeBron... Wins title number four. First one with the Lakers. They ended up beating my Miami Heat. Game six. That game was ugly. A complete beatdown of sorts. But it's cool that he got ring number four. I think it was kind of destined this year after the whole Kobe thing. The Kobe tragic helicopter accident. And, I mean, I don't know. I think it was just, like I said, destiny for him to win it. But they look good. I didn't hope that, you know, the Clippers choked and you didn't get the L.A. versus L.A. matchup that everybody's wanting in the Western Conference, but I don't know. But now basketball's done, so we don't have that. We're down to just baseball at the moment and college football and all this COVID testing. Who knows where all that shit's going to go or end up going. But basketball will be interesting to see how it plays out because the whole bubble situation, I thought people would be like super stoked to see sports back. But with the whole messages of racial injustice and equality, I think they really ended up hurting a lot of their fan bases because their ratings were... In the shitter. I mean, they said that the ratings, the finals was the lowest rated finals in NBA history. Which, you know, I mean, it seems like it's like that across the board with all the sports that are doing all the like, you know, kneeling on the flag stuff. Like the NFL was doing their ratings went down drastically. But then the NBA does it and it goes down and it's, like I said, the worst in NBA history. 
You got the Lakers, one of the biggest franchises in the NBA, let alone LeBron James, which then again, LeBron James is one of the most, he's definitely the most popular player in the NBA, but there's a lot of people that can't stand, but most people would at least tune in to watch what he'd do. Where now it seems like everybody's totally disconnected and <laughs> they don't give two shits what he does. So, yeah, he got ring number four. Anthony Davis got him a ring. So now it's off season time. How's this all going to pan out? You know, when are they going to do the NBA draft? I think it's there towards the end of no, it's right there around Thanksgiving sometime, I believe, is the date on that. But when are they going to come back? They're talking about coming back when they can have fans in the arenas. And the way all this COVID shit's going, I don't know if that is even remotely a possibility <laughs> at the time. I mean, Ohio just today announced that they have set their highest positive case record today. I believe it was around 2,000 cases. Be it on Facebook, I've yet to see one person pray for one of their friends. So, either all of my friends are letting no one know that they've got it, or I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it just seems crazy. The whole thing. Let's see. Ohio coronavirus cases. I haven't looked at any of these case numbers in so long. Yeah, nine hours ago. Um, Ohio reports new a single day record high of 2,039 cases. I mean, I thought we were trying to flatten the curve. You know, we're all wearing masks, social distancing, having all these rules in place, and the case numbers just go up and up and up. I guess that could be something to do with everybody being inside more, I'm going to assume. But when's this stuff going to come to an end or slow down dramatically? Because we're in the end of October, middle of October, and we're still setting record highs. That tells me we're a long way from the end. Like I said in my last episode, I just want my fucking concerts back. Anything to get my concerts back. Can we just do something right? And I don't know whose fault the shit is. I think a lot of people just, they're not in on for the ride anymore. I mean, like I said, you go to where I work at, you go in the store there, and if I wear a mask, it's like every dude that's at the morning coffee table, you know, where they're all sitting there eating their coffee, drinking their coffee, and having their town gossip moment. They're all looking at me like, look at this fucking pussy wearing his mask. I'm like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Like, small town America just doesn't have anything to do with the whole mask wearing, let alone the stores themselves. Some of the stores don't even enforce any rules. They got their signs up for, I guess, just to look like it's all legal, but nobody enforces it. Even the people that work there, they don't wear masks, none of that shit. So, but on 
the flip side of that, I don't think the town has any cases. So, who am I to say that they're not doing what's right? It's all just a big fucking question mark, it seems like. But nobody has an answer to, which is the best part. I mean, I believe the WHO, World Health Organization, came out and said that we shouldn't do the lockdowns. So, where do we stand? You know, it's October and we still don't know where the fuck we stand. (laughs) Then you look overseas and they're starting to get all their numbers up again and looking like another wave of this shit happening and they're starting to enforce more lockdowns and all that. So, I don't know. Like I said, I think I've got corona fatigue. Tired of it. Absolutely tired of it. Can't wait for this fucking year to come to an end. And see what happens next year. Because surely it can't be any worse than this year. But I could be wrong on that too. Because like I said. I don't think we're going to even know who the president is in November. Let alone in 2021. I think it's going to be all up in the courts. It's going to be all this ballot fucking talk. And nobody's going to believe the outcome. No matter who wins. So. I think that's the next phase of this bizarro world we're in. I don't know. But we got, you know, at least we got football for right now. I'll still watch. I'm in. I'm all in. Oh, baseball. It's getting down to the AL championships, NL championships. I believe the Astros just won to stay alive. What was that? Is that when I said, yeah, four to three, they won the night. So, they're down three games to one to Tampa Bay. And then uh, the Dodgers, they had a big win today. They uh, won 15-3 over the Braves. So, they're down two games to one. So, let's see where this World Series pans out. Going to be a good one. I like the old neutral field games. I mean, baseball's baseball. You know, oh, Alabama's Nick Saban got COVID, by the way. <laughs> is that going to be the end of the Alabama shit, or is he going to beat COVID too? You know, this big disease we're all supposed to be afraid of, that Chris Christie beat and 75-year-old or 74-year-old Donald Trump beat Mr. Cheeseburger Eater. <laughs> he beat COVID, but yeah, we're all supposed to be scared of it. So yeah, Nick Saban got it. He's old. He's got the COVID. He'll be fine. Everything will just play right out and everything will be okay. But yet we're all supposed to be living in fear. And what sucks is they're supposed to play, I believe Alabama plays Georgia this week, two versus three. Big game and what's that going to be Saban's way to try to get out of it? They're going to postpone it? Surely they're not going to just let that game get canceled. That's one of the big games for the whole entire year. Or is this the SEC's way of Trying to get both of them into the playoffs. You never know. But he should be alright. Maybe they won't. Maybe Saban won't coach Saturday. Guess we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Because it is. Let's see. Wednesday night. He tests positive on Wednesday. You'd think Saturday he'd still be like quarantining. Or still be positive. But I believe all they got to do is test negative a few times. They're good to go. So I don't see how he's going to be the coach on Saturday. It'll be interesting, but like I said earlier in this show and a bunch of times, 
Nobody has the answers to anything. It's 2020. It's the big year of the great unknown. The only thing that we've got to look forward to now is the new ACDC album, November 13th. Have you liked the new song that they released, Shot in the Dark? I'm kind of digging it. I mean, it sounds like ACDC. I can roll with it. So, I was excited about that. I'm kind of all over the place here. I don't have any notes. I didn't get off work till late. So, just kind of rambling here for a minute. Try to cover all my bases. Watch this time go up on this clock. <laughs> you know, because I'm doing the podcast thing, obviously. I'm on my, I believe this is my 17th episode. And I'm still trying to get myself into the comfort zone of talking for a long time because I'm not one of these people that go and edit everything together and at least I haven't got to that point yet to where I want to just edit things together to make my episodes I just kind of free throw it (laughs) however you want to say shoot from the hip just let it go and see what I come up with I usually have notes prepared and all that but like I said I worked all fucking day didn't get off till late the life of a truck driver, it's like work, 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 work. So, I don't know. Get the day done, get home, try to throw together 25, 30 minutes of some shit to talk about, get off the chest, post it, and then this weekend I can do my sports things, which I do have notes and I'm more prepared for and I'm ready to go on that. And everything's more in an orderly fashion. So, yeah. I guess, uh, With that being said, oh, not only do we have the new ACDC timeout before I say my little bye-bye-bye thing, Sturgill Simpson's big surprise, I was so happy to see that, and that is his first album of this new whole uh, double LP he's releasing is coming out, I guess it would be tonight at midnight if I post this in the morning. Or it could be tomorrow night if I post this tonight. So I'm going to say tomorrow night, Thursday night, the night of October 15th into the 16th for Friday morning. His first album is going to be coming out that is going to be the double disc of all this bluegrass music. And it's going to be called Cutting Grass, Volume 1, The Butcher Shop Sessions. So this place in Germany released it he was just gonna upload it to all the streaming sites thursday night at midnight going into friday morning and it was gonna all be there but they kind of spilt the beans so he went ahead and announced it on his instagram page now if any of you had any of the backstory of that when all all the uh, covid shit started him and tyler childers canceled their tour and then he uh Hell, he got COVID right off the bat. He was one of the first big people that got COVID. He um, started him an Instagram page because he doesn't have any social media stuff. And he said if he uh, he started this whole Dick Daddy survival school shit on Instagram, which was a lot of just funny fucking videos. It was all hilarious. And he, you donate it to the Dick Daddy Survival School, which is on his website. You can still buy some of the merch. But the donations, he said, if he got X amount of donations, he would record 
an el- a new album. Well, he got so many donations, he did a double album. So it's going to be a double LP. And he ended up doing a live show from the Ryman Auditorium there in Nashville. And he did it with like a whole bluegrass band. And I believe that's how this new double LP, obviously it's going to be bluegrass. But he's going to redo the songs that he's already done bluegrass style. So it can be... I guess you could say kind of like a greatest Sturgill Simpsons hits album and like cover versions, bluegrass versions of his songs. But he said that a lot of the songs that he writes, he writes in bluegrass style before he releases them. So, or redoes them or re-records them. So I'm so looking forward to that. So at midnight, Thursday night, tomorrow night, 15th, 16th, whenever. That's going to be what I'm listening to on my drive to work Friday morning. Unless I'm working another one of these late night fucking deals at my job and I don't get home till late. But anyways, I'm going to jump off here now and say my goodbyes. And I will see you again this weekend. So, with all that being said, until my sports shows this weekend and my pick six and all that shit, see you later, bye.